hope everyone's first week of school went off without a hitch. I'm not going to lie. I was a little anxious on how those first few days were going to go. And then we got hit with this heat wave and our first few days ended up being half days instead of full days, which I thought was a complete blessing, at least for me. It was like dipping your feet into the pool without having to fully jump in. And added bonus, I didn't have to pack school lunches, so I was very happy. (laughs) But we're getting back into routines, back into waking up early and going to bed earlier. And this week starts all those extra activities. So it's really getting our schedules in order. And speaking of getting your schedules in order, there are just a few weeks left to take advantage of my back to school deep discount. That's 40% off my one-time coaching sessions and $50 off my four session coaching package. I have limited spots available. So go check out my website, momwifecareerlife.com or check out the show notes and grab your spot today. We've had an expensive few last months. We squeezed in an extra vacation. Then there's the back-to-school clothes, fall sports and activities. We also have birthdays coming up. And then the holidays are right around the corner. There are also some home projects that we need to save up for. I'm starting my own side business, and that comes with its own expenses. And let's not even talk about college costs that are starting in three years and then doubling in five years. Luckily, I have always been a numbers person and pretty good with money. I was a banking and finance major in college, and every job or role I've had since then has some sort of budgeting component in it. But personal budgeting, not something I do very often. I did it for a season when we were working off debt and trying to move into a better neighborhood. But once all those boxes were checked, we kind of stopped budgeting. Now that we're swinging into a new season of life and also starting to make sure we're set for retirement, I'm trying to get a better handle on our expenses and going back to those budgeting basics. And that brings us to today's topic. Today, we'll be talking to financial coaches Rebecca and Dylan of the Rad Money Podcast. We chat about how to start talking to your spouse about budgeting and your finances, why it makes sense to combine your finances how to start the budgeting process, and the importance of having healthy financial habits. This is a two-part series, so make sure you listen out for episode 22, where we continue our conversation. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work, with time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. Joining me today are Rebecca and Dylan. They are financial coaches for married couples and the husband and wife duo behind Rad Coaches. After getting engaged, they taught themselves how to manage money successfully as a couple and were able to pay off more than $45,000 in debt in just 18 months, allowing them to save, invest, and do more of their favorite things they do as a couple, to travel. During that process, they realized that financial freedom was something that they wanted to help other married couples achieve, and that's where Rad Coaches was born. They specifically work with couples who want to improve their relationship with money and with each other. 
They also have their own podcast, Rad Money, where they share their insights to help couples stop fighting about money and start building real wealth. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us, Gary. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so we are a married couple and we are financial coaches for married couples. So we own our business together. We run our business together and we work really hard to help couples navigate this tricky topic of money and for it to be something where they can actually connect over instead of fight about. Yeah, our story was we knew that money could get in the way of our relationship and we had a lot of debt. I had a lot of debt. Rebecca had some debt. And so we just knew that like there's a statistic saying, you know, so many marriages end because of financial problems. So we wanted to avoid that. And so I think a lot of couples can relate to that sentiment that money can create tension in the relationship. If it if it isn't causing a fight, it still causes like some underlying issues potentially. So we want to help with that. We want people to get over that so they can focus on the relationship and the other things that they want to do. So with the married couples that you've been working with, do you see that more couples have separate finances or do they have combined finances? And which one do you think works best? We really tend to work with folks who it maybe they've been managing things separately, but they have the goal of coming together and working together because that really is what works the best. It's where you have the opportunity to build a lot of trust, to work on what we call your financial intimacy, and to just, like I said, come together and build a life as a team, as opposed to playing two different games and um, have, feeling like you are, have to do it on your own. Having separate accounts always piques my curiosity because I can never wrap my head around how it works without causing some sort of tension. Russ and I, we've been together since college, and speaking of debt, He graduated with over $100,000 in student loans, which was more than what it actually cost him to go to college. So riddle me that. We still haven't figured that one out 20 years later. But ever since our relationship started to get serious, which was when I graduated from college, I never really thought of it as his debt. I knew we were going to be together long term. So my mindset was always, how do we manage out of this debt so we can start our lives together? So. To me, it always made sense to combine finances. The quicker we pay off debt, the quicker we start saving and start working towards our common goals. It's always been about the we, not about me and him. So having the separate finances, I just could never understand how that really works. I think it would cause trust issues, at least for me, which is something we've never had in our relationship. I've always had full trust in him. I also don't know how we would save for common goals, you know? Like, do you each agree to put a certain amount in a shared account? Or if one makes a lot more than the other, is it a percentage of your paycheck? I just feel like it makes it all a lot more complicated, you know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's not just us and these anecdotal experiences, but they're actually starting to have some studies where they're really looking into it. And are couples who combine their finances fully having joint accounts and really working off of the same books? does that impact the relationship satisfaction? And a study just recently, I I forget exactly what university put it out, but there was a study of like 230 couples and all the couples who fully merged their finances reported higher relationship satisfaction than the couples who kept it separate. So it's not just anecdotal anymore. We're actually getting like, okay, yeah, these instincts and lived experiences that we're having, that's actually pretty consistent for other couples too. 
Right. And you touched on it too, Carrie, is like, how do you know what's going on by having the shared account? You have so much transparency, which also builds trust in the relationship because I'm not worried about what is going on. I know exactly what's going on because we're sharing this together. And that's the other piece that I think that was in that study is that you realize like, oh, when it's all combined in one pot, you realize like this is our money. So I'm really making sure that I'm doing things for us and I'm putting the relationship above everything else in in a very positive sense, not in a negative sense at all. I guess that's part of it, too, the whole transparency piece. When you have separate accounts, are you sharing all that detail with your partner? And if you're not, then I guess the question is, why? Why not? Where do you feel couples struggle the most when it comes to their finances? And what advice do you give them? The biggest thing that we know couples struggle with is agreeing on their priorities. So being able to actually say, okay, this is going to be the top thing that we're going to focus on with our finances. And it can be a differing of opinions. It can be, I read this article, but I read that one. You know, there's just so much information that we're all taking in all the time. And so it's really a matter of just agreeing on what the priorities are so that you can actually start to execute on a strategy. So speaking of strategy, I know you focus on budgeting and cash flow. What is the difference between budgeting and cash flow? So really, the budget is a great way to look at just what your expenses are in a given month and know exactly what your bills are. The cash flow is different. That's going to be really focusing on the ins and outs. And then the way that like we structure it, which is a little bit different than what you see in like a business's cash flow report, the way that we have it for our clients is that it's helping you with even the timing of your bills. And so you know where you're at at any given point in the month with how much money you have to accomplish your goals. So whether you're trying to pay down debt or or save money or whatever you're doing, you'll know exactly when you can schedule those transactions to go to your savings account or make that extra payment towards your credit card debt. So the cash flow is really about those ins and outs and then knowing exactly when that's happening so that you can really harness the power of your income and reach your goals faster. That's so smart. I know people are hearing cash flow and are like, this is so over my head. For those listeners and for those couples that have never done a budget or budgeting before that are trying to pay off debt or save for that big house or college so that their kids don't graduate with a ton of student debt or even short term just for saving up for Christmas gifts, where do they start? I would say start at like keep it as simple as possible. I think so many people feel as though the budget has to be this real like life and money needs to be is complicated. So my budget needs to be extremely complicated and and needs to have all of this detail in it. And I think keeping it simple is really the most important thing. Literally your budget, if you wanted to start off in a very basic budget, how much money do you make? And then how much money are you spending every month? And then like, do those numbers line up? You could make it as simple as that, but then start to get into more detail as you learn about yourself. But I think that the thing is don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, and that's why we've made our budgeting tool that we use for our clients and that now we have in a course We've made it so incredibly simple because like Dylan's saying, so many people think that, okay, I've got the spreadsheets. I'm going to go to Excel. And I'm going to create this thing that's so overcomplicated. And it's really like overly thought out to the point where what we've definitely noticed in people when they use those is that every time they go back to it, they have to refigure it out. And they're like, what was I thinking? Why did I create it this way? What was the plan? You know, so We've created a system that's just super, super easy because that's exactly what happens. They get overwhelmed, they overthink it, and then they end up kind of doing nothing. So starting with the simplest ins and outs 
is really, really a great place to start. Yeah. And if I may add on to this a little bit more, there's two parts of a budget. I feel as though a lot of people only do one or the other. And so the first part is making your plan for the month. Like how much income am I expecting and what are my expenses throughout the month? And that's only half of it. The other half is then going and saying, how much money did I make this month? And how much did I spend compared to what I planned to do? And so many people do either one of column A or one of column B, yeah, but they so never they combine the two. Yeah, so they either just plan or they just track. And neither of those things separately will really get you anywhere. You have to do both things. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And that's exactly what we are guilty of. We know our income. We know what our reoccurring expenses are. But we aren't tracking our expenses versus our income and adjusting our spending right now, especially with our entertainment budget. So that's definitely an area that we need work on. I think this is a great place for us to take a pause. We've covered the basics, the benefit of combining those finances and how to start your budget. We'll cover how to talk to your spouse about money, how to get them on board with budgeting and where most people make their biggest budgeting mistakes in part two. So make sure you listen up for episode 22. Rebecca and Dylan, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you and your exciting freebie offer you have for them? So we are Rad Coaches. We're super creative. It just is Rebecca and Dylan. Uh, <laughs> but our podcast is called Rad Money, and it's the finance podcast for married millennial couples and beyond. We put out two episodes a week, and coming soon, we have a live event that we'd love to invite your listeners to. It's on September 26th. And it's just going to be a free online event where we're going to be uh, helping attendees build trust with their spouses. And so we're calling it the Financial Foundation Trust Building Workshop. And it's going to be a great time. And we're really looking forward to it. So we'd love to see some of your listeners there. Thank you so much for that invite. And to my listeners, take advantage of that free workshop. Rebecca and Dylan, thank you so much for joining us. This is such an important topic in building healthy financial habits and getting balance in your life. And I can't wait to continue our conversation in part two. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be so grateful if you would take a minute, go on over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me and let them know they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there is a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life or join our new Facebook community. Sending you love and light until next time on the Mom Wife Career Life podcast with Kerry Pat.